Hello listeners, welcome back to the Forever Fulham podcast. Today we'll be looking back at a well-executed win against Nottingham Forest and we'll be previewing Cardiff tonight. And Hal is with me, in, like, together. Yeah, we're together today in person and uh, yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, an amazing three points that we grabbed at the city ground which we stole away from Nottingham Forest, taking us up to fourth place. Unfortunately, Brentford's still ahead. But... And we will previewing the game against Cardiff tonight at 8.15. So that should be a great game. But I think we should start off with that game against Nottingham Forest. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, well, I thought the first half, both teams were kind of on the front foot. I thought Fulham maybe were a bit better than Forest. Yeah. We had a bit more of like more of an attacking threat. I thought we kind of had a lot of chances. Bobby Reid had a good run, just hit over the bar. But at the end of the first half, what a strike from the big man, Harry Arter. Like, picked up the ball on the ground, got up and just fired it into the top corner. What were your thoughts on that finish? Yeah, there? I think that finish was absolutely superb. I do think if we didn't even score that goal, we would have scored one anyway. And I think what was I was really impressed by is that we were attacking really well. And it would have even been fine if we were attacking well and Forrest were attacking well. But that wasn't the case. We kind of restricted Nottingham Forest. We knew what they were going to try and do. We matched their intensity um, and even had higher intensity than them. And then we just let football do the job. We just we just played football how we play. And what we did is we were all over them. Didn't allow any of their good players to have any good chances. Like Matty Cash, you weren't really seeing much of him because Cabano was filling them up. And overall, it was a great finish from Harry Arter. For me, there was definitely no handball. Um, yeah, I think that was brilliant. Yeah, what I especially liked was in the second half, I think we both expected at half-time we were going to go, oh, we're all going to park the bus, put loads of defence on, let's get Lamarche on, Bettinelli <laughs> in defence. But, yeah. uh, but we actually didn't do that for like the first time in quite a long time. And we carried on attacking. Yeah. And we didn't defend, which was great because... Every t- we did that against, I think it was QPR, and QPR just came up to us, and Forrest hardly had any chances. And yeah, we saw that in our subs as well. You could see that from bringing on Stephanie Hansen for Harry Arter, um, and that's kind of even a bit more attacking. Yeah. And also we brought on Lockhart for Cabana. Cabana, yeah. So that, they, were, they were two brilliant uh, substitutes. And yeah, we didn't go very defensive. I think Green did have a slip-up and Graben could have potentially scored, which was... Still a bit nerve-wracking for me. Ream still needs to just kind of relax. and It just doesn't... It, it, when he passes it around the back, as a fan watching the game, it, it feels very nerve-wracking. Mm. And I just don't like that because you know that if it's one slip-up and Forrester through and they have got some great finishers. So, yeah, it was a very intense game throughout the whole thing. But we were very pessimistic, pessimistic before the game. Mm. Um like predicting, Rocco predicting like 2-1 to yeah. Forest. I I was kind of predicting 1-0, but turned out to be a great game. And we didn't really see much of Forest, which was lucky. But yeah, I think we dealt with it very well and we grabbed those three points. Yeah, I thought from, I should have said this earlier, but from the lineup that we saw, we, we were on a walk looking at the lineup, And yeah. Kearney was obviously out, he's injured, and he's not going to be fit for tonight's game as well. Yeah. Uh, obviously Mitrovic is suspended, but he's going to be ready for tonight. But um. It was a bit strange. We had Onoma, uh, Cabano was back in the uh, first eleven, and um, 
To be honest, the midfield three of Onuma, Harry Arter and Harrison Reed, I think were the three standout performers. Because Definitely. our midfield is starting to click really well. And even usually I'm really pessimistic when we don't have Kearney, but going into tonight with Onuma, Onuma was on form, Harrison Reed is consistent all the time, Harry Arter scoring screamers. Nothing yeah. to fear. I, I think yeah, I do think that Onuma um and Harrison Reed and Arter really work well together. And I think there's an amazing thing about Arter that he's a really good tackler. But recently he's shown a side to himself that he can be an attacking centre mid and we can use him at like CDM, but also he can come forward. And I think having Reed at CDM is just fantastic. The centre backs pass it to him and you know he's not going to lose it. It's just like you're relaxed, you're fine, rather than with Reem having it, it's a bit. Ugh. But Reed just finds these passes. Well, he, I didn't see him um, miss a pass. He will always no. make a completed pass. And I do think if we bring Kearney back into the squad, like for West Brom, I, just, I don't know, it could muck up how we're playing. Mm. You never know. Even Mitrovic tonight, if we go on to Cardiff, if that's yeah. fine. Um, obviously, Cardiff were on a great run of form before their game against Blackburn. They beat Leeds, they beat Preston, and they beat a few other teams. But then they lost to Blackburn, which is... A bit of a surprise, to be honest. And I think it'll be a very close game. We're both, obviously, in the playoff positions. But Mitrovic, he's coming back in the side. To be honest, usually I'd be absolutely delighted, of course. But right now, I think it might slow our game a bit. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was about to say. I think Mitrovic coming into the side. uh, Bobby Reid has played... He hasn't, hasn't, to be fair, you haven't seen much of him because he's small and the, the defenders, like swallow him up mm. on the pitch um, and he, he, there's no way we're going to get headers in the box unless we have someone tall like Michael Hector and I think bringing Mitch Ritual in will be brilliant for the uh, headers in the box and everything but I, something about Bobby Reid I liked I think how he kind of played a bit more centre forward rather than striker yeah. outside the box getting those shooting chances was brilliant I think it's great to bring him back in the side but, like you said, slowing down the squad. I think there are counter-attack with Bobby Reid because they're mm. quick. It's really good. So, I think if Mitrovic, you're listening to this podcast, you've got to be quick, mate. You've just got to be quick. If you're quick, I will love you for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, simple as that. Uh, to be honest, obviously, Far Parker, I'd obviously put Mitrovic in the side. But you've got he's got to speak to Mitrovic and say you need... Because the last games before he's suspended... He didn't. He hardly had any chances. I don't remember. Even before he had that goal against before lockdown, he had a goal against Swansea, which was the last minute. But he missed the penalty. He's been. I think he's been. I wouldn't say overrated, but people are saying he's the best player in the championship. I think he is, but a lot of games he's just been missing for a long time. Yeah, I think. And just disappears. I think without Mitrovic, well, it's unfair really because we've got like four wins and one draw. Yeah, we've had great form for some reason. But. Yeah, but without him. But I think with him, it said we had a worse form, but that was with that's, so many more games. Yeah. I think that's unfair on him, but it depends how we play because the last games we haven't really been crossing as much because we know there's no big man up yeah. top. Um, and I think that's kind of worked in a way and because it that lets us see more of our centre-mids like Josh Onema and Arta, rather than giving it out to the wide, and then we don't really see the centre mids exactly. as much. And I think we really need to show our centre mids because we have 
that is a very strong point in our yeah. team. We've got we've got even good sentiments on the bench at the moment. Johansson, McDonald, uh, and then we've got Kenny, we've got Onoma, we've got Arta, we've got Reed. Like we've got so many choices. Yeah. And I I actually wanted to talk about something else, Rocco. Obviously, we've just seen that um, Anthony Knocker yeah. has been signed for the club. What are your thoughts on that? Well, he's signed contracts until twenty twenty three, which is a lot. I've seen uh, on the comments on Instagram and things like that. It's been very two-sided. A lot of people have said... I don't know how much it is. Apparently, it's about 10.5 million. But people have said a waste of money, you know, um, hasn't performed, been too inconsistent. I do agree slightly with that. But to be honest, recently, I think he's been quite quite good for us. When he came on against Forrest, I think he did a better job than Cabano did. Cabano is okay, but I think he's better coming off the bench for yeah. knockout instead of knockout coming on for Cabano. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I wouldn't sign him for that much if I were if I were Fulham to be honest because you've seen much better bargains in recent years but yeah, I'm I'm happy but I'm not delighted. What about you? I'm happy and not delighted. Hmm. Like Rocco says, um I do think for the fee that we paid for him, we could have got such a much better player. Like if you look at the the wings in the championship. I'm gonna. I've told Rocker this before. The Joe Lolly for Nottingham Forest, who oh, didn't play well against Fulham, but in in games before he's played mm. really well, and he's like a really good winger. Nottingham Forest snatched him from Huddersfield for five hundred k. Yeah. If you think about that, ten point five mil, five hundred k, and five hundred k is better. But that is quite. That was quite rare. Like yeah, Knockout has already done a lot of good I things. D- I do think Scott can snatch people who no one's really heard of, who are better because we're buying all these popular players for like so much money. And like in seasons before, we've seen it spent 100 mil. And these players, it's because we base it on stats. They just didn't play well. And I think if we go for like cheaper, and I think we should go more uh, abroad to like, um, for, for example, Portugal here. They've got some great young talent and teams are snatching that, like Wolves from Forest. They're, yeah. they're all taking these young players and they're playing absolutely superb. But Fulham that haven't really been doing that, but taking more old, experienced guys, and maybe it's time to invest in some yeah. young guys. I've always said Fulham are a bit always safe with everything. Yeah, <laughs> think like they never take any risks. Parker, he'll uh, except last last game, he'll put defenders on when winning. Like we'll we'll go for the the simple option if you yeah. know what I mean. We're not going to really take too many risks because I think they're scared that the fans will backlash. Yeah. So to be fair, yeah. It's not. It's not the best. It's not the best signing in the world. But I think we we knew it was going to happen at some point. Yeah, I think we should. I think I know this may be more difficult because we're not sure how Southampton see it. But I think we need to sign Reed as well. Because yeah, of course. When we get to the Prem, he's also going to be a great player. And he, I think, for his career as well. If we get to the Prem, it it's going to be a lot better for him to be at Fulham than Southampton. Yeah. Um, and I think we should go on to our score predictions yeah. and our what we think the team's going to be for the next game. I do think the team will be the same, apart from we will not start Reed. we will start Mitrovic. But otherwise, I think it will be the same. I think we will start Mitrovic, yeah. Um, I haven't mm. seen him on the bench, so that would be funny. Um, and my score prediction is... Oh, I think Fulham will win 1-0. OK, well, I think it will be... There'll be two changes to the lineup yeah. from last game. I think Mitrovic obviously will probably come in for Bobby Reed. Yeah. I think Knockout will come in for Cabano because 
obviously he's signed a new contract and I think it's a bit pessimistic of the club if you sign a player with a new contract and don't start the next game. I think yeah. you just kind of want to get them in the squad. I don't know. I just think knockout. And I think knockout's better as a starter than Cabano. Yeah. And Christy, I was really surprised he didn't start last game, but to be fair, Brian and Doy were great anyway, so why not just keep them in the squad? Yeah, and what's your score prediction, Rocco? Ooh, I'm going to go for... Well, we've... You know, in Europe, we've... Uh, we're the team who've scored... Won the most games by a single goal. More than Liverpool. Jeez. That's a good stat for you. So I think we're going to score by one goal. I think I'll go 1-0 as well. But not Mitrovic. I'm going to go with Onoma again. OK, well, my goal, I think, will be... It will go to... It'll be Ivan Cavallero for okay. me. I think Ivan Cavallero will score for me. And uh, yeah. Have a good weekend, lads. Yeah, and come on, you whites. You whites.